Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday, as every single Monday, I'm here to make sure that you get off to an amazing start of this week. Today, I've also got Luana with me, and we are going to cover one of the topics that we've got sent in on Instagram. But first, if you are new to the podcast and our community, then make sure you give the show a follow so they don't miss out on any of our future episodes. And don't forget that we have just launched a new program. It's called Release the Potential. And that is literally what this program is doing. If you've been doubting yourself in your writing a lot, if you feel like you're missing talent, if you feel like you aren't making progress and you feel really frustrated about it, then know that you are not alone. I felt like this many, many times in the past. And frankly, there's a lot of writers out there feeling exactly this same way, which is why we put together this program that is going to take you from doubting yourself and your writing skill to writing in flow, which means that you're going to feel confident. You're going to be tuned in to your horse and instinctively feel what you need to do in the saddle. If you're interested to find out more, go to mindic.eu slash RTP waitlist because we have a waitlist for this program. We only take 10 people in this round of the program. And in order to get one of those spots, you need to sign up for the waitlist. It's first come first serve. So the only way to get a spot in that program is to sign up for the waitlist as soon as possible. Right. With that being said, Today, me and Lorna are going to answer the question, how do I keep a positive mindset while training a young horse? This is really funny because both me and Lorna have gone through the process of training young horses and we have shared a lot of the frustrations we've had with this with each other. But we also feel like we've gotten to a point where we can look back at it now. And we literally told ourselves that before this episode, it's really all about patience, isn't it? Which is something that can be challenging at times. But that would really be the point where I would want to start patience. And I think that's the first thing you need to keep in mind when you're training young horses. Things just take time. Uh, you cannot speed up this process. They just need to get stronger and it will be challenging in the beginning. And yeah, Lorna, would you have something to add to that? completely agree with everything you're saying. I think another thing is, is that it's the old comparison trip. You know, you look mm. at, especially, I don't know whether it's dressage horses, eventers, show jumpers, you, you look at the ones, or I certainly did, the ones that are being produced by some of the top yards. They're so much further forward in their training. Um, you know, that comparison thing, like you don't know who they train with. You don't know how much money they've spent for the, with these horses. You cannot compare yourself to a professional because, you know, they spend hours and hours and hours on end. They've ridden so many more young horses than we probably ever will in our lifetime, have a huge amount more experience Um so I think it's really important just to make sure that you're on your own journey, you know, that you are following with your own goals. They're your goals, you know, not comparing to all the professionals and where they're at. And especially with all the young horse classes, you know, they're they're pushing them and pushing them. And most of them probably have owners who are expecting results and all that kind of stuff. So just, I guess, remember why you're doing it, why you're on this journey. And for me, it was actually about having fun. Although sometimes I kind of had to remind myself when I felt like I was stuck or I wasn't really making progress or I was going through challenges and all that kind of stuff that actually 
why are you doing this in the first place? Yeah. A hundred percent. No, I love that. And oftentimes, you know, we buy a young horse because we feel like it's as exciting to make that journey together. Um, and then sometimes along the way, we just get caught up, like you say, in that comparison trap. And I think also what can be a bit challenging with young horses is that the progress it varies very much, right? Mm-hmm. You will have a week where it's all of a sudden your horse understands something. It goes very quickly all of a sudden. And then you almost start to expect that that is the way it will go all the time. And then a few weeks down the line, maybe that progress gets halted or you feel like you're almost going backwards, which is not the case, right? But sometimes we do just need to take a step back or going back to basics, really, and make sure the basics are in place before mm-hmm. you can take that next step. So I think also that thing which that that is very varying, I think that makes it really challenging as well because you start to expect that things will always go well and i think exactly what you say there always go back to basics you know even now in our training whether it's dressage show jumping whatever it is like do the basics well you know make sure those foundations are in place before you're looking for the next thing before you're looking to move up like just make sure that your foundations are solid like you can you know, we all want to push and we all want to progress and we all want to, I guess, prove ourselves for want of a, you know, a better term. But just remember, like this whole process is meant to be about improving yourself and improving your horse and not just, you know, showing off, I guess, not just Mm -hmm. wanting to get to the next class and the next class, which I think will get you so far. But then you really need your basics in place when you start to move up. You know that there will start to become holes if you've not if you have not done the correct training at the start. Yeah. So basics, 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 basics. Yeah. And we all get carried away, right? Because we want to jump higher and we're gonna want to do fancier movements and we want to get counter changes and we want to all all those things, right? But that becomes really challenging when you don't have the basics in place. And, you know, when we say basics, things like making sure your horse is traveling in a straight line. And, you know, you obviously got that scale as well, like the, the education scale. I don't know if that's the right English term for it. Um, and I'm probably going to train it. Scale of training <laughs> and you know, looking into that and making sure that each of those steps are in place before you go to the next one. And for everyone that feels like you need a refresher as to what those are, Lorna. Okay, so the scale of training goes rhythm, suppleness, contact, impulsion, straightness, collection. And I think this is really cool because just before we recorded this, we were having this whole conversation about um, my jump training yesterday and, you know, how you can ride forward and open to a fence and then you can collect them on the turn and, you know, really sit them on their bums and keep going. And, yeah, that's awesome. And we talked about how good, essentially, or call it what you want my canter actually was and you know getting them to sit and if you look at your scale of training collection actually comes at the very top so you know looking for that in a young horse yeah it's crazy because how can we how can those horses have developed enough strength you know they they have to go forward and they have to be good in the contact you have to keep enough impulsion which is not speed like you were talking about straightness like all those comes all those things have to come together before we get that end result. So I think we mm. all become a little bit frustrated with our young horses because we expect all those things to be there at mm. that very early stage of training. Yeah, which is also because you mentioned already comparing yourself with professional riders that have gone through that journey of training young horses so, so many times and they yeah. have all that experience, right? But I think equally was also really important. And I know I certainly did this for at a certain point in time where you have an older horse, which is much further along, and mm-hmm. then you hop on your young horse and you almost get frustrated because like, why can't he just sit on his bum? Because yeah, you just simply can't do it yet. But when mm-hmm. you're riding an older horse, so I had one that was two years old, there's one that was five and one that was seven. Then you ride that seven-year-old and 
when you get on the five-year-old and you're like, come on. And you sort of expect to have that same feeling, which is obviously a completely unrealistic expectation because the seven-year-old, of course, will be much stronger than the five-year-old. And that will make sense, right? It, of course, we know that. But still, at that point in time, you can. it's just so easy to get frustrated and be like, why can't you just do this? Stop pulling the teeth out. Like, just, just sit on your bum, be light in the hand. But yeah, they're just not strong enough yet. Yeah, yet. And exactly that. It comes back to what we started with is that that whole thing of patience. You know, you have mm. to treat them all as individuals. And I think it comes from, you know, reflecting on every experience that you have, every round that you have. Like what what did go well? What could have been better? How are you going to improve on that? And treat every single thing that you do as an individual event instead of just, you know, we talk about the gap in the gain lots. You instead of looking at your progress at where you've come from, we keep looking into the distance of everything that we've not got yeah. yet, or we see this mountain in front of us that we feel like we've still got to climb. Which yes, you do, but break mm. it down, chunk it down into steps that, you know, it will come. And I think for me with Alfie, he's massive, like he's ginormous. Mm. He's like Queenie. It's going to take longer. Mm. It is going to take longer. And you have to, I think, just take control of what you can do and take action on that instead of focusing on everything that you can't do yet, which I think as riders, we, we probably do quite a lot. Yeah. And there's obviously, and that's what's, again, really cool with young horses, that are a lot of gains, right? Because if you start with a young horse from the start... You know, you first teach them to walk around in a halter, then you teach them to have a saddle pad on, then you lunge them. Like there are so many small gains, mm-hmm. then you can walk with them, then you can trot, then you can canter, then, you know, they can go in a circle. Like it's so many things, gains, so small steps that you're taking forward. Yeah. But it's a matter of choosing to focus on those and realize that seeing them really, seeing all those small steps forward rather than being frustrated with everything that you cannot do yet. Mm-hmm. And I guess that comes down to the distraction that we all have as not being in the present moment. You know, we're always we're always so focused on the end result, you know, of of what that's going to look like. And yeah, it's great to have those goals. And, you know, we we always want an an aim or a target to aim for. But Mm. like, how about we just focus on where we are here and now and actually be in the present moment and enjoy what we're doing without comparing us to every single other person round about us. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Enjoying the present moment with the, that particular horse at the at the moment you are right now, because that's never going to come back, right? We are constantly changing all the time. We are, the horses are. So this precious moment that you're in right now, this ride that you're having today with your young horse, that's never going to come back again. It's never going to be exactly the same. So, and what we often do, it's like we miss out on all those little amazing moments just because we are thinking about that we I should be there and it should be feeling like this. So really appreciate your young horse. And I think even more with young horses because they also grow older. You know, when a horse has grown up, it will probably be more the same, let's say, right? But with a young horse, they're changing so quickly that that particular horse in the particular state and particular feeling that it has right now, it's never going to come back again. It's just now. And you can cherish it or it's like with kids, you know, having a five-year-old. It's like, you know, they're five now and they're never going to be five again. And you sort of tend to only later, you start to appreciate that, oh, my God, it was so cool when they were five. And, you know, you're almost like, oh, shit, like now this moment is past. And like that regret tends to come too late. So just appreciate the, the, the moment that you're in with your young horse, whether that is you know, maybe you're having a challenging time right now, but going through that challenge together and mastering it and knowing that you're going to get to the other side, but like appreciate the amazingness of overcoming that challenge together. 
And I, th I think as well, it, it comes down to perfectionism as well, doesn't it? If you're going in there looking for this perfect round on your youngster, instead of seeing it as a learning experience, yeah. I think that's when we get a bit down on ourselves as well. You know, you've done it at home and you kind of, it's that thing again, you want to go there, you want to prove you're doing a good job, you want to show off. So come back to the learning in it. Like it's a learning experience. You're growing, they're growing. It's fun. Like it's yeah. only when we put that pressure on ourselves that, you know, when we make mistakes and we start dwelling on them and then we tell ourselves we're useless and we're not good enough and then we become distracted and we're so focused on the results and not the process, like we're not in our present mind. Mm -hmm. So how can we ever write to our best when we're so focused on an outcome that we can't, and this has happened to me like in the past, I don't know how many times, and I'm pretty sure it has to you too. You are not riding the horse that is underneath you because you have yeah. all this shit essentially going around in your head. Mm -hmm. How can you even be aware of what you're doing? Mm, exactly that. And I always say like, that's not, and I, again, like I'm guilty of doing this a lot in the past as well, but how fair is that to your horse? I always say that, like, how fair is that to your horse? Because your horse will be there in the present moment, communicating with you, doing this thing together with you and you're somewhere else in your mind, like, or mm -hmm. just like winding yourself up in your mind, thinking about other things, frustrating yourself, like talking down to yourself in your own head, like shouting at your horse in your head, like, and you're not even there. Like you're not there present feeling, communicating with your horse. You're just like having his own conversation going on in your mind. And it is a massive distraction. All that fear of failure, overthinking, worrying, yeah. what, whatever you're doing mm. is such a distraction. Yeah. And yeah. we really have to be aware and make a real conscious effort to fill our minds with be it good questions, feeling what's going on, all of that stuff and not let yeah. that negative self-talk just take over. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent, which is obviously a lot. And I got to put that in there a lot about that. What this new program is about the coming out, release the potential. It's a lot about being in the present moment, feeling what's really going on, feeling the horse underneath you, really taking in things through your senses rather than being caught up with that critical voice in your head. Um, so just wanted to put that in there. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, a hundred percent. So I think, you know, having fun, it's a huge thing, keeping things mm -hmm. fun. And also, you know, for yourself, for your horse, you know, this is a horse that you are going to expect to be doing sport for its whole life. Right. Yeah. And I think the greatest gift you can give to a horse like that is to actually help it appreciate, like really have fun with this. A girl I trained cross country for, she, she once told me when I was training this five-year-old cross country and she was like, yeah, when they're five, like they don't really need to do anything. Like five, your goal, when they're five years old, your goal should be to have fun. Like they have the rest of their lives to do like big stuff and big fences and big competitions. When they're five, they should just be having fun. Like that's, mm -hmm. that is, should be your one goal. Make sure that this, this horse loves its job make sure that it loves to do dressage loves to show jump loves to go to cross country and if you can succeed in that when they're five the rest is going to be so much easier mm -hmm. and it, it take time like take time to appreciate and celebrate what you've actually done because i think sometimes if you're if you're driven or if you're quite competitive we're always looking for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing like really do that reflection that I talked about and see the things that could be better yeah do you know the things that have got little holes in that perhaps you could tighten up that are gonna when you do step up you know you've covered all the areas rather than just winging it and get yeah you might get away with it at one level you know and you have a good round or it feels good but there's there are always things that can be better and that's not about being down on yourself it's still about celebrating but where where are the little holes you know where look at yeah. look back at your scales of training like what is missing and take those little bits of information and, and put them back into your training again 
Yeah, and the opportunity in learning new things. Like rather than seeing yeah. those those holes as something negative, seeing yeah. them as opportunities of something that you can learn and that's something your horse can learn and something that you can learn together. And I think when you can really focus on those two aspects, being focusing on it being fun and focusing mm-hmm. on learning things, like both yeah. for your horse and yourself, then the rest tends to work out by itself. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a it's a big thing sometimes to like first of all believe in yourself that you you are good enough coming back to your beliefs and like accept all the negatives that go with the positives like just accept them like it's you know we always say feedback is precious but sometimes I think when our ego gets in the way we're a bit prickly about it because it goes back to that belief that Mm. you know I'm not good enough or all whatever it is but be kind to yourself respect yourself accept the outcome accept the positives the negatives they're just you know as we always say they're just experiences yeah, and just not like, the, you know, training a young horse is not easy. <laughs> Let's just put that out there. It's a freaking challenge. Like even mm-hmm. my trainer, he trains so many horses each year. And he's got, yeah, I know few people that have that much experience with training young horses. But still, he says that every now and again, when he helps on a mm-hmm. horse that is like four years old, he's like, he just sighs and he's just like, Jocelyn, it's a long way to go. <laughs> like it's a long way until we're going to be out jumping 130s here. It's just the way it is. Like it is a long journey with those young horses. But I think when you can really learn to appreciate that journey, that's when, you know, make 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 it about the journey. Don't make it about the mm-hmm. six-year-old championships that you want to go to. Make it about the journey getting there. And, you know, I know that I also set those goals for myself to go the championships, whether it's the Belgium, the World Championships, because I know it's going to keep me sharp. It's, I know it's going to keep me on my toes and really, you know, put the focus on, do all the trainings, invest in the trainings, do all those kind of things. So for me, that works really motivating to have those goals. But also, as I've talked about in the past on this podcast, it doesn't have to be the championships. Like it's, it's a goal. It's a, it's a North Star. It's something I'm aiming towards, but every horse is different and they're going to develop in different speed at different times. And sometimes they will be ready for it and sometimes they won't. And that's totally fine because it's not about getting there. It's about making, like it's about learning things and it's about having fun. And I think confidence in yourself, you know, put that out there, being confident, being confident in all the choices that you make. And just like you say, try your best, have fun with it. Don't yeah. judge yourself. Because like you say, we have up, down, up days and down days with all horses. But I think especially with the young horses, you feel like you've got it and then it falls apart. And I think that's when it's the true test of your self-belief and your confidence, knowing, you know, with patience and time, it's going to come. Because at the yeah. best of times, we can all judge ourselves. But I think with the young horses, it's so quick to... I'm no good. I've not figured this out yet. Be better with somebody else. A professional could do a better job. It would be so much further forward. Like all of that stuff. But it goes back down to like, why are you doing this in the first place? Why yeah. did you buy this horse? Yeah. Why are you yeah. riding it? Every single time you go in the ring, like what what is your main aim? Definition of success. Mm. Yeah. Stick to your path, your journey. Yeah. Excellent. I think there was a lot in there. Uh, should we make an attempt at summarizing this? I um, First, we were talking about patience, trust the process, and just know that it's probably taking longer than you expect it to take in your head. Um, it just takes time, right, for those horses to become strong, to figure things out. And, you know, sometimes they'll be quick in figuring out, but their body simply cannot do it yet. Um, so 
patience, patience, and everyone hits puberty at different times. So, you know, remove all kinds of expectations, really, and ride the horse that you have today and um, focus on it learning something and you learning something and the two of you having fun together, um, which lends to the next point, really. I think those two pillars in everything, focus on having fun, focus on learning things, uh, and the rest tends to come by itself. Like the performance side and the results and the championships, all those things will come if you just focus on learning and focus on having fun. Um, we were talking about setting expectations. So really remove all kinds of expectations, whether that comes from looking at other riders, where they are, where their horses are. Everyone's journey is unique. So you cannot, like it's, it doesn't just make any sense to compare yourself like to other people, to other horses, because your horse is unique, you're unique. So just doesn't make sense I think that as well like in that there are so many variables like we talk about this yeah. I talk about your hula hoop all the time you know inside that hoop are all the things you can control outside is all you cannot control and I had this conversation with the other day with somebody and they came up with this huge list of things they couldn't control and a very small <laughs> list of things they could control yeah and I asked her that question I said why then not just aimed at her but why do we spend so much time and energy on all the stuff this huge list of stuff we cannot control when actually if we put our energy into the very small three or four things that we can control yeah that are going to make a difference to her performance mm-hmm. you know we're so distracted by stuff that is not going to improve our performance whatsoever yeah a hundred percent. And then he talked about improving ourselves, that a lot of it comes from proving ourselves, that there's some, you know, part of us with, with a lot of the time, right? We have that belief of not being good enough inside yeah. of ourselves. And, you know, I can definitely see myself being there like, I'm not a professional rider, but what if I can make it to this championship that will finally make me good enough and I will be a professional rider and I will be part of them. It's like, just decide that you are good enough and just make it about your own journey and having fun. And it's, and it's one of those things, right? It's so much easier said than done, right? Yeah. Stop, stop trying to prove yourself. But what I do think is just create an awareness. It's going to live inside of us. And we all want to prove ourselves all the time to everyone or not to everyone, but to the people that we care about. I think what really helps is just awareness. So just catch yourself and notice yourself when it's happening and ask yourself, okay, what is the reason I really like so badly want to ride this championship? Is it because that will like, I feel like I can prove myself to other people by doing that? Or is it because I see it as a challenging goal for myself and I know that me and the horse will grow from it? Just like challenging, just to create awareness around it and notice those moments where you do come into a situation where you're trying to prove yourself to someone and just notice it and stop yourself and, you know, ask yourself like why the reasons you're doing this and maybe you should start doing something else then if that's not, you know. If that's Only a little bit I would add into that is, and again, uh, it was a conversation with somebody the other day, that your results are not your identity. Like you do not have yeah. to be in the top 10 to see yourself as a decent, successful, good rider, whatever you want to call it. Do you know, it's, it is a journey and I think especially in eventing there's three bits that you have to have right essentially on the day so it takes a lot to be in the top 10 but that does not mean if you're not in the top 10 that you're you've not been successful and it does not mean that you're not a decent writer it does not mean you're not a decent human being you know just this yeah. all comes up in our heads and we make up all these stories and oh god I had a stop or a run out or I had two down oh my god they are gonna think I am the shittiest rider ever yeah. and I've been there and then you come out and you beat yourself up the whole way home and you feel like you want to cry and you feel like you want to give up and all that stuff that goes with it but it doesn't and again you know even if you've had two down not that that means anything but what about the 12 you left up do you have yeah. a good feeling over those mm. yeah that's a successful day 
especially if you're riding a young horse. <laughs> yeah, super. All right. Anything that you want to add to that, Lorna? I think we've got quite a lot in there. Covered All I would say is, you know, just keep, regardless whether it's a young horse, whatever horse is, just keep believing in yourself and accept yeah. yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to your horse. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just have that understanding. Everyone needs to fail in order to learn you and your horse. And, you know, I can I can honestly sit there and say, like, yeah, a lot of the times in the past when I've trained my horses, <laughs> whether they were younger or older. Yeah, there's been many times where if I look back at it now, I can say, yeah, I would not act that way today. But the only reason I can say that now is because I've gained that knowledge. I did the best that I possibly could with the knowledge I had back then. And it's not fair to compare the person I was then with the person I am now, because now I have years of experience that I have gained by making those mistakes. And I think we always talk about this. We're actually very lucky in a sense. And, you know, like everyone, we have our moments where we chat to each other about stuff. And, you know, and you said that to me last year, every single experience you go through, you, you've you gained something. You can not only help yourself, but you can help other people yeah. as well. And I think that is invaluable. Like it's, there is always learning. And, you know, you learn from reflecting on experience. And I know I say that all the time, but the experience at the time brings up all sorts of emotions. Like it, it takes over. Like you, of course it does. They say that your emotional brain is something like five times more power overpowering than your human so your rational thoughts so of course they're always going to come back up first but then when you can go home and do that reflection and rationally think about what happened that is what you learn from you don't learn from the moment you come out because I think sometimes and we said this when we chatted about it before you just have to let it all out just let it all out let it go whatever you're feeling whatever <laughs> angry frustrated annoyed at yourself whatever it is let it out and then reflect on it and actually find the facts in the situation yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good bonus tip in there when it all gets too much just find someone just to let call it and let it all out <laughs> and then we can start to be reasonable about it yeah. once those emotions are just out there yeah a hundred percent um good i think i think that's something that we've had in, in each other as well you know those moments where you really feel like oh that training um, this is never going to work yeah. out and then just sending a long voice note to calling your friend and just yeah. first just rant <laughs> I admit it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. And then I think it's it's a funny one, and this is like a little bonus in this episode because it's not to do with anything. But I would always say, and I think for a long time we're like, you know, always find the positive first. There's always more positives than negatives. But I think just sometimes, and I don't mean all the time, when you just when it builds up inside and you've had a bit of a rough time in your training or whatever, sometimes you just have to let it out and then rationalize with yourself. You know, I would always encourage you to find the positives in your mind. Always say something positive first, and I would. But sometimes you just get so stuck in your own head. And this is something that I think I've figured out just probably in the last few weeks. Just let it out. It's okay. Mm. Like, it's actually okay just to let all those feelings go. Yeah. Then say, I don't want to feel like this. So yeah. let me find the facts. Yeah. I love that. See, we're changing all the time as well. We're learning all the time as well. Always <laughs> learning. Brilliant. With all that being said, 
know that you can work more with us by joining our new program. It's called Release the Potential, and you'll find all the details by going to mindic.eu slash RTP waitlist, RTP being short for Release the Potential, and then, of course, the waitlist on top of this. The link will be in the show notes. If you have any questions, please reach out to us either by replying to one of the emails we're sending to you or by messaging us on Instagram or on Facebook. We are so happy to receive messages from you guys, whether it's questions or you telling us about your journeys out there. It's so nice to hear how this podcast is impacting you in your life. So please continue to do so. And if you'd be so kind, please rate this podcast. You can do so in either Apple Podcast or in Spotify. Tick in those stars and give a little comment telling us what you think about this podcast. And to finish off, we're going to challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your writing. See you on the next Magical Monday.